It's pointless. It's irrelevant. It's things that matter with Mike and Nev. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's things that matter with Mike and Nev. I'm Nevin Barrich. He's Michael Feldman. Things that matter with Mike and Nev can be found on Spotify. Apparently, folks, if you live in New Zealand, there are jobs as wizards. And no, I'm not kidding. For a special report, here is Michael Feldman. Yes, thank you, uh, Nev. That's uh, Mike Feldman, your correspondent out in the field. Uh, <laughs> I, I uh, you know, by the field, I guess I mean Los Angeles, where I, uh, you know, I'm, I, I wasn't able to get to New Zealand, unfortunately. But uh, aren't you doing this in your house? And if so, is that really mean you're out in the field? Yeah, that's a good point. In yeah. fact, I'm so far not, in, I'm so not in the field that I'm like sitting uh, in my bedroom right now. Yeah. Like I, like I, yes, you're. you're because I think I think a field I think outside. No, right. This this is true. This is true. I I am I am as inside as I could be. I mean, unless I was in like a bunker or something. <laughs> uh, then then uh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, but you know what's neat about being inside though is I've got the internet and I can do a report based on information I got on the internet. So it's so basically know. this is going to be like second or third hand reporting. So this yes. is a special report that we're getting second or third hand as far away from the field as possible. Uh, yes. So, uh, with that being said, uh, <laughs> hard hitting news. All right, take it away, Mike. It, it's time. Yeah. Not only is it hard, hard hitting news, this is like a week old, uh, uh, you know, from when we're recording this. So it's even more like, you know, topical and, and, uh, no, anyhow, uh, let's get going. So, uh, yeah, th- this is just an amazing thing. I, I, you know, I, I always sort of scour the internet for things that matter. Right. And, mm-hmm. and things that are really important to, uh, to the world at large. And I think this is one of the most important stories uh, to come out of uh, to come out of the last couple of weeks. Can I just uh, say real quick? Yeah. It's been like two minutes, and we yeah. still haven't gotten to the topic yet. I was gonna go, and then you got uh, on my case about being in the field. I that's true. Okay, 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 all right. So we'll we'll, we'll split the blame seventy thirty. Okay, perfect. Yeah. See, see. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, you may you may or may not have heard of the New Zealand city of Christchurch, uh, but uh, Christchurch it came uh, to everybody's attention has decided to fire. It's uh, official wizard uh, from the payroll uh, of the of the city after uh, being in that position for 23 years. Uh, Nev, this guy, his real name is Ian Brackenberry Chanel. That's a great uh, name. It's a fantastic name. He's 88 years old, uh, and he was being paid about eleven thousand bucks a year. That's American. Yeah. Uh, eleven thousand dollars a year. Uh, to apparently his job uh, description was, or he was told that he uh, was would be paid that to provide acts of wizardry, uh, okay, as well as, as well as promote the city. But they decided uh, to end his contract because they wanted to go in apparently a more diverse direction as well as a more modern direction. Uh, I don't quite know what that means, uh, but. Also, one thing that's interesting from uh, the the article I'm checking out here is that he uh, got this money tax free. Ooh, now that's that's nice because isn't uh, New Zealand a uh, expensive place to live? I I believe so. Yes, um, I uh, yes I do have a friend who lives there, and I've never asked her about it, but I assume I, I my understanding is there's a lot of amazing stuff, uh, a lot of amazing benefits, you know, that you get, and you get a cool prime minister occasionally, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but you know, yeah, and COVID and COVID's less of a threat there too. Let's, let's exactly. point out exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, there's there's lots of other great details about this guy. You know, he uh, he apparently just would like, uh, you know, in the early 1970s, he would like dress up 
in a long cloak and pointed hat and like stand on a ladder in the city square and do all this stuff. And, uh, and apparently 20 years later, uh, the prime minister at the time said that he should become New Zealand's official wizard. Well, that was going to be, my, uh, that was good. you just answered one of my questions was yeah. what did he wear? What was the job's outfit? What was he required to wear? So he really did need to wear a cape and a pointy hat. It's what what I'm. I mean, the images I'm seeing of him, he has got. Yes, he's got like a like kind of long, almost like priest robes. You know, like long flowing robes. Okay. Um, and he's got like what looks like really like a witch hat. Or you know, more more than anything. Okay. Um. Uh. He's got a witch hat, and he's got uh, like a big beard. Um. Now, does it say anything about the acts of wizardry that he yeah. actually performed? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's really important. Um, he apparently. Well, you know, he's really considered like a tourist attraction, right? So, oh, yes. Oh, really? Uh, oh, I, I wouldn't but, have thought. <laughs> right. But some of his stuff, he, um, uh, the, the only thing that I can really see is that he's performed rain dances during droughts, um, apparently has like been at protests. I don't know how that's wizardly, but apparently he like, I don't know. Um, I, you know, honestly, Nev, this, this is the, you know what this is like? This would be like the equivalent of you know having the guitar guy the nude guitar guy in like times square right like mm-hmm. having him be the official musician of new york city right or like or like you know and like there's just nothing he's actually doing except that they're officially recognizing him as being a tourist attraction gotcha for eleven thousand dollars a year which also, eleven thousand dollars a year which in new york city would not go far either so, well so that's cool. a good point i will say this there's one small detail that makes me think that nev i want to become the official wizard of los angeles okay uh, which is that he apparently had a driver's license in new zealand that just said the wizard on it that's cool no that's cool and i, I want to point out also i think you would look fabulous in wizard robes Thank you. I that's, appreciate that. That's a not a, that's not a look I think I can pull off. I think you'd pull it off quite nicely. I I'll take that as a compliment. Uh, and you know I'm I'm you know just find a, a goofy hat somewhere and yeah sure. You know and Halloween's coming up. Perfect. You know a perfect time to try it out. And who knows? You know uh, New Zealand. What's the city's name? Christchurch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Christ, you know Christchurch is letting this wizard go. Doesn't mean they're not going to have the job uh, uh, unfilled forever. You know, I mean, right. there's no, they're not necessarily saying that they're eliminating the position. I, I, it's, not, it's not costing the city that much money. I mean, Mike, this could be your calling. You know, sometimes things align themselves in such a way the universe could be telling you something. Perhaps. Could, yeah. Yeah, it could. I mean, I'll just say, you know, that this guy, uh, you know, Chanel or whatever, uh, was saying that he just doesn't think that he fits the vibes of the city anymore. But, you know, it doesn't mean I couldn't. Well, and, and the thing is, think of, think of the message it would send. A Jewish wizard oh, in wow. New Zealand. Oh, wow! I mean, that, that's a that's a powerful in, combination in Christchurch. In, in Christchurch, I, I you know okay, hand to God. When I said Jewish wizard, I did not even make the connection between your Jewishness, and I can say that honestly because I'm Jewish too. So we can say that <laughs> without any issues. Okay, and uh, the fact that the town is named Christchurch didn't even I didn't even like think I, of the connection. Look, you know, I mean. They want something more diverse. That's they, that's diverse. I mean, Judaism isn't exactly more modern, but hey, I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, this is good. good. You know, well, I think well, modern could mean a lot. I mean, modern is very ambiguous. I mean, it could be the types of things you're chanting. It could be you mm. can be, um, uh, <laughs> you know, 
I don't know, gender neutral. You could be uh, what? What's right. well, there's there's so many there are so many things you would do to be modern. Your clothing could be updated. Who knows? Oh, there's interesting. So, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe they want more like heavy metal wizard. You could know, be. Kind of yeah, you just yeah. know, but I think I think you definitely throw your wizard hat into the ring for sure. So, Mike, I want to uh, get to today's topic, and uh, you know, you, we you were not in the field for your story, but I was in the field for today's topic oh look Be- at you yeah it's right i'm doing i'm doing actual research you know uh-huh, i'm going sure. out and about now the funny thing is i, I gave you shit about like oh you know, you're inside or whatever however my research did take place indoors but it was at well. places uh, yes but it was in my defense it was at places outside my house and i actually wanted to talk <laughs> about i wanted to yeah, yeah uh, thanks yeah so to, to introduce sure. this topic uh, over the past few weeks I have attended uh, two uh, different events. One uh, was an award show uh, for my wife. She, uh, she won an award for her uh, efforts in uh, sports media. And I also uh, recently attended uh, a wedding. And so it's, it's two events. And like, what, what is one of the big themes at events? Food. So uh, now this was inter- the reason I thought this was interesting was because these were the first such events that I had gone to since the pandemic. And so mm. I was really... I was I was curious to see how different these events might be and feel because of the pandemic. Uh, you know, uh, you know, in the in the like when you go to uh, an, uh, an event, like just say a wedding, you know, how does food typically work? I mean, it's pretty standard. You have uh, hors d'oeuvres. Uh, you're sat sit at a table. There's bread and butter, the salad, right. the food, and blah blah blah. So I couldn't help but think to myself, how is this going to change because of the pandemic? Well, let's find out. And what's interesting, Mike. I went to two really different events, again, an, an award show and a wedding. But the two, they, they were both so similar in the way they give their food now that right. I just, I had to talk about it because it was, it was, it, it's disturbing. And, and, this by the way. Way, and by the way, I just want to be clear. I mean, you know, we're talking about you doing hard hitting research. You did not primarily go to these events because you were aware they were serving food. <laughs> well, they were selling points. I didn't want to go to them at all, but you know, I always think the food is always going to be a factor. Sure, sure. I think sure. I think I food is. You could have done your research, you know, from your house. Like oh, I oh, did. god, yeah, I, I didn't want, I didn't want to go. Yeah, I could, I wish I could do the research from the house. I couldn't in this particular case, but if there was a way, I would have. You know, I, okay. I, I, I didn't want to venture out. Hell no, I don't want to venture out and dress up and all that crap. No, right. ugh. I, that's another thing. I haven't, I don't dress up since the pandemic. I can count on oh. one hand the the number of times I've worn like you know button down shirts and pants with buttons since this- since the crisis happened. This is a whole other thing we topic we can go oh, into later. But yes, I just I just had to dress up for the first time in roughly a year. What did uh, you do? Like the other the other night, yes. And I and I I really like it was a struggle to find khakis. It was it mm-hmm. was pretty amazing. Yeah. Where'd you where'd you go? Oh, just to like a nice restaurant. My my uh my my in laws were in town and we went to a, a nice oh. place, you know, kind of oh. thing. Uh, yeah, you know, impressing the in-laws. Yeah, you know, that's a, I know. Ever stops. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. yeah, but I, I get it. I get it. We do what we must. But we, you know, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So here I am. I'm at these events. I'm dressed up, doing my research. So what I'm about to tell you uh, it happened at both events, except for the very last thing. I'll get into that at the end. It's about the sure. bar. Okay. But the first first similarity with these events, no hors d'oeuvres. Okay, mm. which. In fairness, honestly, that was the thing that did not surprise me. It was the thing I was most curious about, was not surprised there weren't hors d'oeuvres, just because of the way things are today, even as we're moving past the pandemic slowly but surely because of vaccinations. You know, there's a 
there's uh, food, different plates, different people touching them all at once. In light of everything that's gone on the past year and a half, I can understand uh, concerns about safety, uh, you know, different people touching it, blah, blah, blah. So I get it. No hors d'oeuvres. It sucks because, Mike, I love hors d'oeuvres. There's nothing like oh. good pigs in a blanket or those little avocado toast, or those little fried shrimp, whether it's people serving them all around, or you have a big, long table that, that you can just take yourself. I mean, to me, hors d'oeuvres oftentimes are yeah. better than the actual meal. I, I legitimately would be happy if there were just hors d'oeuvres. Oh, God. Oh, I totally agree. Totally I, agree. Like, completely would just eat them and be totally content. Yeah, I 100% agree. So as disappointing as it was not to have hors d'oeuvres, like I said, not surprising. But then here's where things got shitty, okay? After the non-hors d'oeuvres, okay, and real quick, so now there's no hors d'oeuvres, there's really not much to do. I mean, you can only really mingle mm. with people for so long, but you forget, you, it's funny, the whole like mingling um, portion of these events really drags on when there's no hors d'oeuvres to eat well, and you're stuck there just talking and it's know, sorry i sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no I, go ahead i i think what's what's funny about that I'm, I'm thinking about this the thing i always struggle with at, at events right is like what do i do with my hands right mm -hmm. or my you know mm -hmm. or my arms or something like that right and so yeah okay a drink sure is great you know but then i've still got a freaking hand that's free Right. And so mm -hmm. having an hors d'oeuvre there is awesome because then it's like, OK, now both my hands are occupied. You know, maybe I don't want to be like, you know, like like huggy or whatever with someone mm -hmm. or, you know, shake hands or whatever. Oh, look, I've got an hors d'oeuvre. No one's going to shake my hand. You know, that kind of thing. And it's like without that option and then, you know, without that option, it's like, yeah, you're just standing around and all your hands are free. You don't I mean, there's there's it's like you're guaranteed to be awkward. And the thing is, in the case of actually in both cases, I really didn't know anybody. So it wasn't oh. like there was a lot of people for me to talk to. And I'm not one to really kind of introduce myself to random strangers. Sure. It's just not really my way. So when you have a drink in one hand and hors d'oeuvre in the other, you're busy. You look busy. You don't feel the need to interact or mingle because you're busy eating and drinking. And it's right. totally acceptable. Makes perfect sense. But when you just have that drink in your hand, then, and you're just drinking, you're just kind of standing there, you can't help but maybe look a little awkward, feel a little awkward. And it's not like you can have two drinks in your hand. That just no. looks, that just looks strange. That's just, that's just fucking, that's just fucking crazy. Unless you're Stone Cold Steve Austin, you, you truly of, cannot have two drinks in your hand. Of course, of course, you know, Stone Cold can do, can do it all. I mean, the man is, you know, respect, respect Steve, you know, two beers e easily, easily. He's the only guy that, in the world that can pull it off. So you have, so Nora Durves, a little kind of awkward, but then here's where it got worse. Then we were called to sit at our tables. Okay. Now in the past, Mike, you know, you sit at the table, typically there's uh you got your bread and butter okay and right. they come pretty quickly so in this in this case in, in, in both events this was really weird the butter was there the butter was out on the table okay but the bread did not come for 45 minutes wow okay? so, yeah so again you're sitting you're set you're set at your table you're you're surrounded by whoever got butter right there but no bread for 45 minutes. And the weird thing was, like, everybody was thinking it, but nobody was saying anything right. about it. And right. that's what just made it more awkward. And, and to your, I'll, I'll, I'll share something with you. I, I could just eat butter straight. Okay. I for mean, if you sure. just, I mean, I yeah. mean, 
Yeah, well, I mean, I think you haven't had hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, exactly. You're hungry. Something. Okay, it's a tea. So why why is the butter here, but the bread's not coming? It just didn't make any sense. Almost like without the hors d'oeuvres, like. I don't know, maybe the, the staff was thrown off too. Like, when do we bring the bread out? Mm. I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. You have the bread immediately because, hey, you need bread. Look, you know, look. we haven't had hors d'oeuvres. What's going on here? I have two observations. One, again, something to do with your hands is be mm. eating bread, right? Yes, yes. But, but, the other, but the other thing that's funny about this, I'm thinking about this from you as a guest, right, mm-hmm. and an attendee, is it's like you're probably going, oh, this is going to happen any moment. You know, we're yes. going to sit down and, and they're going to have a, you know, a show of the bread being brought out fresh, you know, fresh baked and whatever and, you know, hot and blah, blah, blah. And it just didn't happen. But it's like you're always probably thinking, oh, it's going to happen now. It's going to happen now. You know, it's just a little delayed. And that just became 45 minutes. Like you're trying to be polite, but come on. The, the butter was a tease. And I don't know if it was meant to be a tease, but if you're, you're going to make me wait 45 minutes for bread, don't put the butter on there. Just right. don't. Bring it both oh. out at the same time. I mean, didn't it, didn't it get like, I mean, did, did it melt? Uh, it did not. It did not melt. So it must have been special butter. What? It yeah, must have been. Was, yeah, yeah. That, maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were <laughs> testing special butter. Maybe I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe they were trying to find special bread to go with the special butter. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But Eat it when that they can't find the special bread. Yeah, yeah. That's and, sure. And then when they do bring the bread out, I'm like, you're just you're famished. So I'm just like, I I'll be honest. I grabbed two rolls. I didn't care at that point. I was so sure. I was so hungry because you got no hors d'oeuvres and the bread is late. I just I gotta eat something. I am like starving, star. And at this point, I don't know when they're gonna bring the rest of the food out. I don't know when that's gonna be. I mean, like that well, to now it's like, oh, it's a free-for-all. All bets are off. That is so funny. I yeah, I, that's so – and this happened at both events? It happened at both events, wow. okay? Now, and now when it got to the actual meal, okay, the actual um, service of the meal itself, that was pretty standard. Uh, soon after the bread, they brought out the salad. Soon after the salad, they brought out the, uh, the main course, which, you know, in, which was like in both cases, you have your choice of uh, – Beef or chicken or vegetarian, which which I think in both cases was some sort of pasta. You know your tip your yeah. typical um, uh, uh, events, you know wedding, uh, you know event fair. Yeah. But here, here again, it was another weird thing happened at both events, and I just I this this really really drove me nuts. I could not find for the life of me the salt or pepper. Okay. Now I know in today's world of, you know, healthier options and healthier choices, blah, blah, blah. Everyone says not to add the salt, but you know, like typically at events like these, the food is the main, the main course of the food can be pretty bland. And I think they they do that on purpose because, you know, the, the, the meals are static. Everybody's palates is a little different. So I think they purposely make them a little on the bland side. And then if you want to add flavoring, you can via salt and pepper, except There was no salt or pepper. And Mike, that fucking drove me nuts. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, you want to talk about a thing that matters. I mean, that is, that's wild. Mike, I was, I was this close, this close to using the remaining butter to flavor my filet mignon. I'm not kidding. I was that desperate at that point. It probably would have been pretty good. I I think it would have been excellent, but it would would have been weird. Okay. How do I explain that? Like, well, well, because there's no salt. What if I'm surrounded by health nuts at the table and I get those weird looks or lectures or whatnot? It was, it was, it was a slippery slope. I didn't want to go down, but I felt stuck. 
I felt stuck, Mike. And it was it was hard. Was you know at these at these events the pre, the meal presentation always looks good. So it was a tease. It looked really good. It looked really flavorful, but it wasn't. It needed salt, and it wasn't there. And there was just the butter, which I couldn't use because it would have been weird. And right. I'm basically, and then I'm still really hungry because I didn't have my hors d'oeuvres, and my bread came late. And I even wolfed down the salad, which was just whatever. But I was hungry. I well, knowing you, that's amazing. I. Uh... You know, I'm wondering too. You know, I, so the butter was it? Was it like a communal butter? As weird as the, it, that's I've never said that phrase before in my life. But was it like communal butter? Yeah, good, excellent question. Yes, and I believe there were two communal butters because I think there was ten, oh. ten, ten people. That, well, ten people at the table, so you got two communal butters. So I like that. But uh, yeah, so the butter no, was communal. Sure, I, I guess what's weird to me, I, I'm I'm trying to think of why, right? I'm trying to think of why the bread and the salt and pepper aren't there. Right, and the only thing I can think of besides total incompetence uh, at both <laughs> at both events is that they're, they're shared things, right? Now, you know, like like the bread, you would probably have to reach into a basket or something to get a roll or cut or cut it, you know, or right. something like whatever. And that you know, and and obviously salt and pepper, they're not going to have individual salt and pepper shakers for everybody. So it's like, so it's like I, you know, I was just trying to think of like reducing the amount of of touching that might have to happen, or you know, or whatever at at an event like this, but. I mean, you know, butter, communal butter, that's like, you know, you're, I don't know. It's like you're getting people are cutting it with the same knife and all that. So, yeah, so that kills that theory. I don't know. Weird. So, Mike, I completely, ag I completely agree with you because, uh, again, it's just, it's, it was just strange because I don't really understand. It's like, well, you have the hors d'oeuvres. You don't want to bring them out because it's a communal thing. Then that's fine. But the is now but the butter's a communal thing and that's okay and the bread and the bread basket's a communal thing it's that's okay again right. it's just they didn't really didn't really seem to have their shit together it just seemed a little little kind of awkward uh you know people not really on the same page just kind of threw everything off but the final thing and this only happened at the uh awards uh award show okay the 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 last thing and this is a, this is a pet peeve of mine for any events such as these mics that i cannot stand the award show had a cash bar, okay? Cash, oh, cash bars. Yeah, like, yeah, I actually yeah. consider doing a whole episode on cash bars. That's how against cash bars I am and how much they infuriate me. Cash bars are just insulting. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care how strapped people might be. My, my feeling is this. If you can afford to have an event, whether it's a show a wedding or what have you, you can afford to have a non-cash bar, okay? Sure. Yeah. And if having a non-cash bar means you invite less people, so fucking be it. Sure. Fine. No problem. The, the good, the, the, the people who really know in this world, they won't blame you if they don't get an invite because of the bar situation. Okay. My best friend's stepdaughter recently got married. And if he had told me, Nev, I'd love for you to come, hope you'd be there. But you know what? If you don't come, that means we can have a non-cash bar. I would, I would be twice. I'm like, I'm not coming. I'm not coming. It's okay. Right. I'll make the sacrifice. I'll fall on the sword. Don't have your non-cash bar. Have a great time because cash bars are wrong. They're wrong on every – they're wrong for so many reasons. Number one, because – well, I don't want to – especially going when you're going to an event, uh, like an award show that we actually had to pay for. We, we had like you – know, my, oh, my, yeah, wife, yeah, my yeah. wife got them for free, but you want, to, you want to bring guests. It costs extra. So if you're spending 60 bucks – if you're charging 60 bucks a pop you yeah. know, for most of these guests, you can afford uh, a non-cash bar. That's, that's the yeah, first thing. Yeah, that's so the that, that's exactly. yeah, it really yeah. is okay 
But yeah. two, see what throws me off, Mike, are not the alcoholic drinks. Okay, the alcoholic yeah. drink right. I know I'm, I'm going to pay for. Okay, no, and the, the and the price is where the price is. Right. Where it really uh, gets confusing for me is the. Uh, the sodas, and that's typically why I drink at these events. I typically because I'm, I'm a lightweight when it comes to liquor. Often sure. I'm driving, so most of the time for these events, I'm 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 not drinking alcohol. I'm just I'm just drinking I'm just drinking water and soda. So uh, the soda, they don't they don't typically ask for money for the soda, but that makes it even more awkward because there's the tip jar, and I feel right. obligated to tip. And in these events, and because I don't know ahead of time that it's a uh, cash bar. I, I only I don't I don't have ones on me, you know. I mean I don't oh. have money. It's it's and it's so frustrating. It throws me off. So at this event, I ended up having why well, I think two diet cokes, and I tipped five bucks each time. It's a five five dollars oh, five dollar wow. bills five dollar bills. It was a small it was a smallest denomination I had on me. Right. And I felt like I couldn't not do it because it was a cash bar, even though they weren't. I guess they weren't charging for for. Uh, so does they didn't ask me for money. So I don't know. It just threw me off. Yeah, it just yeah. totally threw me off. And then this event, they give you, uh, even though it's a kid's, okay, it's a cash bar, but we're going to give you one free drink ticket. Okay. Oh. That, that's like, that's like here, have like a little, a little, uh, butter, uh, circle, you know, that you throw yeah. into your mouth. And then if you want more food, you have to pay for it. Well, that's basically yeah. what that was. Well, sure. I mean, what they're trying to do is get you, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, they're trying to get you to get into the bar. You know, like to get to, to know that the bar is there and sample, hey, how good that, uh, I don't know what it would be, that that uh, Bloody Mary is that you just got for free. You know, maybe you'll want three more. Uh, that I you have, yeah, what, true. I, I get the I get the concept. But even yeah. even with the free ticket, I almost feel compelled to tip because now it just, now it just, it just, it feels well, cheap now. It's like, I feel, I, a cash bar makes the event feel cheap. It makes yeah. me feel cheap. makes everyone feel cheap. It I, just, it just, oh, it's horrible. Completely agree with you. And, and, you know, especially today, right. With cash bars, it's like, you know, cause as you're saying, like you only had $5 bills. That was like the lowest thing you had. I mean, I rarely carry cash with me mm -hmm. these days, right. Just generally speaking, I do almost everything with my cards, you know, now. So it's sure. like, yeah, I mean, this is weird. I, you know, it's funny you're saying this too. Not, I mean, this is a, a somewhat similar concept with drinks, you know, uh, pre pandemic, um, you know, my dad and I, uh, our, you know, we would go to uh, buffets, like all mm -hmm. you can eat buffets all the time. Like we're mm -hmm. kind of, you know, we were kind of huge fans of them and tried to go to lots of different ones. And the single biggest pet peeve across all buffets is the inconsistency of whether or not you are getting drinks for free or not. Sure, of Basically, course, it's the same concept, right? Where Absolutely, it's like, you know, right? And 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 you know you basically always if you didn't get a drink for free like like in other words if the if the soda machine for example wasn't just there for you to use mm -hmm. up at the up at the stations right like you had to ask your server you know and then and then they might charge you you know for every like you know every coke you get or something then it just it, you know it, i mean packing's the right word it mm -hmm. just felt because because you know another thing that's so aggravating about that is it's like you know that the sodas cost them nothing Oh, zero. Right. Oh, like, the, like, the 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 yeah. markup they get from the sodas is astronomical. It's out, out out of control, right? And so, like, yeah, yeah. It's just I don't know, man. It's it's I don't know. That is weird. That's also really weird to do that. Like when you had to pay for an extra guest too. Like with the uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That, that whole thing is just really yeah. That that just feels really. Strange. And that I that I get to a point. I think I if I'm not mistaken, I yeah. think the event. And typically, I've seen events like this. You're allowed to bring 
one guest. And then if you want to bring other guests, that will cost you. Right. And that's fine. I'm not a big fan of that either. I think I think you should be at least allowed to bring like maybe three guests. I don't know. For, for yeah. something like that, I think that would yeah. be the nice thing to do. But it is standard. You can bring one guest. And then if you want to bring others, you got to pay for them. Fine. But if you're going to do that, you, like I said, you can afford a cash bar because the money is rolling in. So how hard can it be to like, you know, pay for the booze yourself, pay for the workers and not feel like, I mean, how, how much of an expense would that possibly be if, you know, most of your guests are spending 60 bucks a pop? Sure. You know, I have, I have two questions that just leapt to my mind. What, Go one for is it. That, do you think that what was actually going on, especially at that, at the uh, award show, is that uh, there was actually like someone needed to pay for the bread? And no one realized that you had to pay for the bread. And finally, after 45 minutes, someone paid enough money. And Ooh, they got the bread. So basically, the bread delivery was held up because no one paid the bread cost. Right. Like maybe there was a maybe there was a, a bread tip jar or something, you know, that like like uh, that they were passing around and it never got to you. But, you know, they. Uh, yeah. What do you think? That theory, Michael, is as good as anything else I can come up I, with. My other my other question is, uh, especially at the award show, was it uh, sponsored by Spirit Airlines? <laughs> I'll have to go back and look at the brochure. Yeah, I can say. <laughs> I will. I will say this. I do think the service, as bad as the service was, I think that service was still better than Spirit Airlines. And that place is just like, don't they? Doesn't Spirit Airlines charge you for printing out a boarding pass? Oh yeah, it's it's just every single thing you could yeah. possibly imagine. I mean, I've, I've never flown them, so I'm, I'm always you know I'm only speaking from uh, you know from in the field. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know re- research, but uh, but yes, yes. As far as I. As far as I understand it, it is basically anything that you do other than, you know, sitting in your seat that you have already paid for uh, mm-hmm. is there is some kind of small charge. Well, Mike, you know what? I'd love to talk more, but we are running out of time. I know we were going to talk about uh, naming the giraffe, uh, get for coming up with a name for our giraffe today. I guess uh, we'll have to yeah. do that. We'll have to do that next show. But, folks, uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Things That Matter with Mike and Nev. Keep checking us out on Spotify. For Michael Feldman, I'm Nevin Barrich. It's the Things That Matter. 